Welcome. Thank can you, you uh, Can you, in a few sentences, uh, introduce yourself and maybe talk a bit about uh, what does the Gritter do? Okay. Uh, my name is Uku. I am from Tartu. Uh, this is the city we are sitting in right now. And uh, I am the co-founder and CEO of the Gritter company, also founded in Tartu and presently operating in Tartu. And uh, the company designs, manufactures and produces uh, record cleaning machines. So these uh, records are vinyl records, big black discs with music on them, you know, old school stuff. And we are uh, selling uh, machines uh, that clean these records. It's a home, it's a uh, home appliance made uh, for the average living room. Uh, we put emphasis on design, customer support and quality. And it's, uh, it's like the apple of, uh, of uh, cleaning machines, put it that way. Lots of anodized gray aluminum surfaces. Mm -hmm. but, and uh, how is the business going at the moment? Business is going good. Uh, today is an important day. Uh, well, okay, let's uh, start from the beginning then. Um, we are selling this machine uh, to stores uh, that sell them to private customers. So our end customer is strictly uh, the, the record collector at home. Uh, we have over 100 stores all around the world that are selling uh, this machine. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, main markets, the US, uh, Far East Asia, Europe, and uh, then the rest is scattered uh, all around the world. Um, and uh, sales are good. We are growing and growing with our uh, quarterly revenues still. So last uh, uh, quarter uh, was a new record for us, um, over 800K. Um, and uh, Today is an important day because we raised our prices 10%. Yeah, so let's see what that brings on. When did you last uh, raise the prices? Uh, never. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, exciting. Uh, so let's see what happens. I, I know a little bit about your like uh, revenues and, and your numbers. And uh, I was just curious, like, uh, how did it feel uh, when uh, you started your company and then you first hit like this 100k revenue, like quarterly revenue? How did this feel compared to next like 500 and like next to 800k revenue? Mm, so I would compare the feeling to uh, I'm the one that uh, makes these uh, reports for the team. So I'm always on the hunt. Uh, but I would compare the feeling to uh, uh, um, the feeling when I used to open Christmas presents, uh, like during Christmas under the tree, you're unwrapping the present and you see, aha, uh, and uh, that's nice. Um, and so far it has not only been socks under the, under the Christmas tree, but, uh, you know, cool toys. So uh, the feeling has been exciting and nice just you know discovery of all right interesting <laughs> this is possible uh, so definitely the appetite sort of or the uh, the capacity uh, to let's say 
it's all like sub relative, right? So when we started, we were operating like on a weekly basis. Can we pay, pay our two employees their Linux salary? Uh, and then uh, we were looking up to some other hi-fi companies in Estonia, like, oh, they're doing pretty good, but now we're doing like twice as good as they are. So, um, you know, it's uh, the horizon is uh, developing. So that's also another degree of excitement. So, does mm-hmm. yeah. But does it uh, still uh, like give you this excitement feeling, or is it now more like part of the daily job that like hey, those numbers? I think it will uh, because uh, the growth has been you know um, fast uh, revenue wise. So the excitement is definitely still there because the change is big. Uh, and and the feeling is uh, proportionally as big, uh, but we still have you know aims set you know one million per quarter. So let's let's go there first and uh, then see what happens. Okay, how will you celebrate? Good question. Mm. Uh, we haven't actually celebrated these, but uh, uh, that's a good plan. Uh, I won't tell you how. But uh, I will consider it a thought to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... I really think uh, it's worth the celebrate. <laughs> true, true, yes. Noted, noted. Uh, a few years ago, I remember I interviewed your uh, co-founder, Daniel. Mm-hmm. And then um, he told the story of uh, how you sent out your first uh, 10 degrees and then you had to like, call them back because there was this uh, faulty uh, temperature sensor. And Daniel um, said that it, it was like real hit for the company moral. But um, how do you, as a, as a company leader, uh, approach that type of situations? Like uh, if, uh, if you see that, okay, now the moral is like super low, how do you solve that type of uh, situations? Yes. So um, I remember the moment you mentioned uh, when we had to call back quite many uh, products from the market. And um, while it was a <coughs> like a stressful situation, then um, it, it's also it's like a trigger point that uh, these stressful situations that also trigger action. So um, that uh, time we were triggered into action of what's the plan? Let's go. We need to be fast, aggressive. All the machines got called back. We we fixed the problems and we sent new machines. Customers were happy. And I think, um, uh, well, one of the principles that I learned from uh, I don't know if it is a principle for uh, Rein Lemberbu, but uh, watching him uh, doing some workshops back in the day in Maker Lab, and uh, I like the way uh, he sort of limited the resources for the teams that were doing some team workshops, uh, like building a Rube Goldberg machine or something like this, you know, playful stuff. And, you know, the resource is limited. That means you need to start thinking, you know, there's some stress. Uh, to the situation mm, and for example and and this stress it makes you think it makes you it puts you in a situation where you need to decide right 
there's no other option. Otherwise, uh, you know, life will decide for you and, uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, so I take these moments, I try to engineer these moments that you asked about into the workflow. So we have checkpoints that like pressure points uh, in the timeline. So presently, uh, next week, we, we will fly to Munich uh, to attend the biggest, world's biggest hi-fi show. Uh, and we have uh, today some stuff we're shipping out there. And uh, this is a nice pressure point present. I think one guy was up all night working. Uh, we have some new products we want to show there. And um, it's nice to see how the, the team starts working in a new way when you have these deadlines. So now the question is how to set the next deadline uh, for, the, for the summer or the autumn, because there is no, no world's biggest hi-fi show coming on, but that's a task for me, how to create the framework of pressure in a constructive way, and, that, and it actually delivers. Uh, so that's like a difficult point there for me, maybe. Mm -hmm. But um, out of that type of situations, uh, do, you, do you take a moment to look like what are the learnings? And I, I mean, like besides, like the like fix the I don't know what was the word temperature sensor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, do you go deeper into that type of uh, learnings? And I'm trying to be honest here. Um, not always, <laughs> uh, but sometimes yes. And uh, as time goes on, and uh, I'm growing personally then I think uh, I'm, I'm learning these more and more, although I'm still fighting uh, <laughs> the old self or, or the, the, the um, well, it's easy to get carried away in these moments where you just, uh, you start running in, in your old wheels and just taking the step back uh, or detaching from the moment. Uh, so that's the, the skill uh, that one, one can have, but it can also be, I feel I can develop more in that, in that regard. I do learn, yes, of course, but uh, it could be more systematic, it could be more, you know, it could be better. Yeah, I think uh, it's important to detach, take time to uh, uh, not have all the fuss around you, uh, mm, like your phone, uh, shut it down, throw it away, your laptop, whatever. Just focus on uh, what is the feeling inside. Write it out, think about it. It takes work. Uh, Cocoon is a good place for that, <laughs> for learning about uh, your actions or what's the, what's the sort of cloud of meaning or, uh, involved. I think, for example, one of the big, big things that we've learned as a company in being uh, all the founders in Cocoon this year is seeing our positions not from a founder, founder's perspective uh, or, or from the perspective of the three guys that got together or four guys that got together as friends and you're building this one thing and we had issues with fear of letting go, like um, Mm -hmm. these positions so we became inhibitors to our own growth mm -hmm. because we were afraid of the unknown we, 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 that there was a topic here so cocoon helped us to see these positions as 
you know, what is the function of the team or what is like, st step back and see what is the role actually that, uh, I don't know, my three letters of uh, position actually mean? What, what is it that this person should actually do? So I don't, I, it's a long answer again, but um, mm, yeah, take time, get rid of distractions, uh, write it out and uh, talk to a friend. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like a take, taking a step back to see, like a reality check, I would maybe call it. It's, it's also a very good point. Yeah, really good uh, technique, breathing techniques. I use, I use these now regularly. For example, breathe in four seconds. Four heartbeats, actually. Hold four. And breathe out six. Repeat. Really nice way, for example, when you are in a situation where action is required fast, mm -hmm. to detach from uh, the emotional responses. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Breathing, top-notch. Recommended. In Cocoon Team, uh, we see leader as someone who is far from helpless. Like, uh, the leader is the person who who is essentially like mapping out the unknown. And I imagine when building a product that like doesn't exist <laughs> when you're building it, or if you're shipping it like across the globe, then you have to deal quite a lot with the unknown. But uh, how do you keep this uh, helplessness uh, out of the picture? Or how do you not fall into helplessness? Okay, so... Um... The helpness, helplessness uh, you mentioned, it's, uh, it's in me, uh, definitely, uh, or the, the victim mentality that, you know, uh, 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 somebody is uh, at blame for this or whatever, or this stressful situation or the unknown. But most of the time it's not, uh, it's not there. Uh, it's present, but my, the unknown for me personally gives the, the, the drive to carry on. It's like, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, and that's what I like. I like the unknown. So, and I like unmapping the, or ma mapping the unknown. So, um, but, yeah, I still struggle with the helplessness. The, the, the thing there is to focus on action. Uh, so, small actions. Um, small steady actions, they will just guide you through the stress and the helpness, helplessness, helplessness, yeah. Um, and I can apply it presently uh, more in my home context, where we have, I don't know, apartment issues or lots of stuff happening at the same time uh, in, my, in my son's life, in my wife's life, and uh, you know, there's a degree of expectation and what is and what is not, and there's stress, and then just execution and action is required like constantly. And if you don't take action, then the helplessness just is like a shadow. It's following you along all the time. So um, take action. Yeah, I think this like take action is, is really good. And it's, it's, it's actually not so hard to practice this. Mm -hmm. 
to have low expectation for one single action or just like small action, not big. Yeah. You know, like Mount Everest is climbed per base camp. You don't just go, all right, today, starting from here, I don't know, Kathmandu, whatever, boom, I'm going to go up there. No, it's like base camp one. Okay, check it out. Let's see what it feels like, right? Okay, pretty good. Base camp two, not so good. Hit with altitude sickness, boom, take action, go back. And then try again. If uh, your company purpose should be aligned with your own uh, personal purpose, mm -hmm. then uh, how do you see the critter's purpose? And how do you see it uh, connected with your own? Or do they even, like, how much do they need to be, like, in sync? Mm -hmm. It's a work in progress. Um... And uh, they are in sync <laughs> because otherwise I wouldn't be doing it. Like I, that's uh, presently what I feel. The cohesion there is not, you know, 100%, but it's not like I'm not walking 180 degrees like, away from my, mm -hmm. from my path. There are many paths, as we know, uh, to take, to choose from in life. Um, Mm. And uh, what is the meaning of my life? Oh, <laughs> oh! Did you just ask that? Answering <laughs> the real questions. <laughs> did you just ask that? How dare you? Uh, that's a hard one. So I don't have an answer yet, um, but I have a feeling for it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, there's lots of love involved in this, uh, like giving. Uh, giving myself for the team, like I feel that in my position uh, as a CEO, I like doing that. I like uh, to serve the team. Mm -hmm. I like I like doing that. Yeah. yeah, it's like a service to others, mm -hmm. but at the same time, this is what gives you energy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's definitely one alignment there. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. and music as well. The gritter is involved with music, so I'm taking up drums now again. Uh, back in the day, it was a big crevasse in my life to go learn drums or go study physics. And uh, well, well uh, that's how it went. I studied physics, but uh, I also played drums a lot. So now I'm taking that back up to to see how maybe it will uh, help the gritter as well uh, in my context to bring it uh, more to my you know musical side um, yeah okay mm -hmm. that's very good <laughs> um, when I was doing a bit like research about the previous interviews you the gritter has had then a lot of them end with like future question, like how do you see yourself in five years and, and stuff like this. But I was, I was rather wondering just how, how are you today? What is your like, biggest challenge at the moment? And how are you approaching this? Mm -hmm. Making decisions. It's uh, like making s some decisions is easy, but making the difficult ones is not. It, they are e like how, how it's, there's a nice saying there. Uh, they're simple, but not easy, right? 
so uh, some uh, yeah <laughs> so uh, for example with uh, questions related to how this team is structured uh, how how what are the dreams of the founders like what do i want to do and how to let go of the fear that we had one and a half years ago because some of it is still present uh, and how to step out of that fear of let uh, of not holding on but letting go and you know welcoming the unknown uh, i think that's like a source of uh, difficulty for me that's, yeah okay uh, how much do you see cocoon program or like being in cocoon mm-hmm. has affected the way you work or how, like how much it has affected your company mm. so i see definitely how <coughs> i have changed mm. i take more responsibility for my actions uh, i have a greater capacity for detaching uh i wasn't really doing for example when when talking about breathing techniques then i wasn't doing any of that like two years ago uh well maybe singing in the choir yeah okay but uh my mentor alexander taught me the first breathing technique it was uh, breathe in two seconds uh, let out breathe in three seconds and i think it was something like that so i started applying that so anyways detaching Uh, so it has helped me to detach and see uh, from my emotional responses and bring me closer to my feelings and uh, to see what is actually happening and uh, it has also helped me uh, get rid of some uh, blocks in my life i started crying again which was a big milestone check um mm, I mean, I'm not crying all the time, but just uh, have the capacity to trust your uh, feeling. Um, For example, taking, claiming my wins, definitely, and claiming uh, claiming leadership. So this has personally been a a goal, like a issue for me uh, in my previous uh, ventures as well. And uh, so I claimed the CEO position in the company. And it definitely, I feel, sort of aligned. Some something clicked in place for the whole company, um, and things started. You know, there was a new vibe. Mm, so, hell yes. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much for the interview, Uko. Thank you, Rin, for inviting me, and uh, I hope uh, there is uh, learning in this for others too. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you.